You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, July the 14th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Former Deputy Interior Minister and Israel Beitenu lawmaker Faina Kirschenbaum has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for her role in arranging a wide-reaching kickback scheme considered one of the largest political graft cases in years. Kirschenbaum, who was convicted of bribery, tax, and money laundering offenses, was also fined 900,000 shekels. Tel Aviv District Court Judge Yaron Levy said Kirschenbaum had taken bribes in a systematic, cunning, and sophisticated manner over six years with benefits in cash used by Kirschenbaum, members of her family, confidants, and the Israel Beitenu Party. She is set to start her prison term on September 5th. Coronavirus. Another 754 new cases were diagnosed yesterday out of nearly 53,000 tests that were carried out for a positive test result rate of 1.45 percent. The number of people hospitalized in serious condition has gone up to 53. 15 people are on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel over a year ago, 6,440 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. A Khan reporter says that in recent days, more than 50 people who tested positive for COVID-19 were found to have been infected with the Delta Plus variant. Health ministry officials are concerned this strain causes more severe illness and are worried by its spread. The coronavirus cabinet decided in its meeting last night to shorten the quarantine period to seven days with release contingent on a negative result from a coronavirus test taken on the seventh day. In addition, enforcement against people who violate quarantine will be increased. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said at the meeting that the government expects the public to adhere fully to quarantine, to the tests at the end of the period, to vaccinations and to wearing masks. The coronavirus cabinet did not decide on the health ministry recommendation to put in place a green pass framework for indoor gatherings of more than 100 people. Instead, preparatory work will be done for the future organization of such events. A con reporter was told by informed sources that cabinet ministers were of the opinion that there is no point in imposing the green pass on large-scale events before a broad apparatus for rapid and PCR testing is set up. Diplomatic news, the United Arab Emirates opened its embassy in Tel Aviv today with recently sworn-in President Isaac Herzog and the UAE's ambassador to Israel, Mohammed Al-Khaja, attending the inaugural ceremony. The embassy is situated in the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange building, and its opening followed the inauguration of Israel's embassy in the United Arab Emirates last month. The Emirati ambassador said in his remarks that his country's embassy in Israel will serve not only as a diplomatic home, but as a base for building partnership and dialogue between the two countries. We signed the Abraham Accords 10 months ago, and we look forward to continued cooperation to turn the vision into reality, he said. President Herzog said that the opening of the embassy in Israel is an important milestone in our shared journey to a future of peace, prosperity, and security in the Middle East. He thanked former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu for his contribution toward achieving the normalization agreement and said that we must expand the circle of historic peace. 
In the Jordan Valley, an IDF Skyrider UAV crashed because of a technical malfunction. The IDF located and recovered the aircraft. The Army said there was no concern of a data leak. The strike by some 13,000 workers at some 30 government hospitals entered its second day today. The workers are protesting their work conditions and planned layoffs. The Hester Drut chairperson said that if no agreement is found, other sectors in the public sector and hospital sector or healthcare sector will join. The planned cut in daycare subsidies will be put off by two months in order to give the families and the economy time to prepare. The finance minister and economic minister reached agreement on the matter. Under the decision of Finance Minister Vigdor Lieberman of Yisrael Beitenu, from November 1st, subsidies will not be given to families where one spouse does not work or is engaged in some kind of vocational or educational training program directed toward entering the labor market. The move is expected to have a significant impact on Haredi Orthodox families where husbands are full-time yeshiva students. And on Merom, a memorial to the victims of the Lagba Omer disaster has been vandalized. Security camera footage showed three individuals in Haredi garb tearing down pictures of the victims and throwing them to the ground. Representatives of the families of the 45 people who died in the deadly crush said that a red line was crossed and called for immediate police action to find those responsible for this ugly act and bring them to justice. The weather outlook, no significant change, slightly warmer tomorrow in the hills and inland. Friday, hot for the time of year in the hills and inland, hazy along the coast. Saturday, the same. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Beersheba 34, and in a lot going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. 